0: What's poppin', y'all?
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Golly Dating Podcast. We have a special guest tonight.
0: My gorgeous no wife,
1: please.
0: Tavares Gray. Girl, bye. So y'all know my annoying voice, but, <laughs> but we got the lady back. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. How are you today, Mrs. I'm Gray? I'm doing pretty good. Um, how
1: are you? I'm doing well.
0: I'm doing. Let me let me conduct dinner. So, how was your morning? And, you know, you ate? I
1: ate. Uh, and I do Asia. want to apologize for leaving you guys hanging for so long. It has been an interesting few months. Um, as you guys probably seen from our social media posts, we are expecting baby number two. <laughs> so, that is one of the reasons why I have been MIA. Pretty much, when I get off work at 6 o'clock, 6.30, I knock out. We got to take care of family too, (laughs) y'all.
0: I think a lot of times people look at, quote unquote, social media influencers and they think all you do is just influence all day. Like, no, you still have family, church, you know, hobbies, (laughs) (laughs) still try to prioritize family. But no need for all the extra stuff. Let's hop into today's episode. So today we want to talk to you guys about red flags. So obviously, obviously... and, well, in my opinion, every time you see a red flag, that does not mean you can't be with that person. Right. It's just something to take note of. Move with of. caution. You have, exactly. Move with caution. So they should call it yellow light then, right?
1: Right. Some of them are not necessarily like, yeah, I, I think there should be a term, yellow flag, <laughs> Because some of them are, you know, not necessarily deal breakers.
0: Yeah, I would say some are deal breakers and some are, you know, just pray for God to give you direction you know, discernment, so you know whether you're moving because God is leading you or you're moving out of emotions. Right. But we love y'all. Tuning in every single week. And let's just hop into this episode. So, well, actually, before we hop into the episode, it's not a long, drawn-out notes on every single thing. Some points may be quicker than others. Right. So I want to interview, you know, this celebrity while I have her here (laughs) before her schedule gets booked out (laughs) again for the next six months. But, but yeah, Saf, I'll let you start off because I know... People right. need you.
1: I think a very, very, very big red flag. <laughs> this is not a yellow flag. This is a red flag. <laughs> um, is if, if you realize that they're being driven by lust. Right. The Bible says, flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the sexual immorality uh, person sins against his own body. The sexually immoral person sins against his own body. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 18. <clears throat> so if somebody's you, if you realize somebody is being and I do apologize if I cough I've been coughing a lot lately not COVID y'all she not got checked. COVID um just <laughs> pregnancy related but um yeah so if somebody is being constantly driven by lust and this is something you realize you know even in like maybe a friendship or even you know this the early stages of a talking or a dating relationship you really gotta look at that as a red flag the reason being is because if if they are driven by lust, um, they're not necessarily going to be com- committed to you. They're they're driven by their flesh, and so y- you could potentially get yourself involved with someone who, God forbid, some something lustful comes along. That's not you, something or someone. Um, they will be drawn away by it. And the Bible says to so, you know that we shouldn't be lustful, or we should we should flee from from lust. So that's something you definitely don't want to. Uh, take lightly. You want to definitely take that as a red flag,
0: right? Because the Bible mentions that you know you resist the devil, you know he'll flee from you. And I think a lot of people we think we can just avoid sin or just resist the devil, don't yield. But when it talks about sexual temptation, that's the only sin God is saying to run away from. Because many of us we think we're strong enough to handle it. We think. We can um entertain those messages, those pictures, those people we're following on social media, those TV shows, those those songs. We think we can entertain all of those things and not be moved. But the Bible mentions that can a man take fire into his bosom and not be burned. Like it's impossible to play with fire and not burn you. You know, not even you know, even the slightest. You know, so if the Bible is saying to run away from sexual sin, run away from sexual temptation, right. then it's clear that God is trying to let you know this is not something you want to sit here and and fight with because the lasting effects of it can be devastating. And then when we think about that, you know, if the Bible is saying run away from this it's very dangerous when we try to commit to a relationship or entertain a relationship. Whereas you see that person has that nature and it's not saying that they don't love God. I'm not saying that if somebody battles less that I mean they don't have a real walk? they don't have a real walk with God. That just means they haven't crucified the flesh in that mm-hmm. certain area. But my point is they'll place you in compromising positions. Right. And even if they don't place you in a compromising position, but there may be a day when you are tempted or you are weak and say you say something or you do something that could, you know, get the situation going a little bit, you know, get a little heated they don't have enough self-control in order to stop the situation from going further. Mm-hmm. So that's why when you see somebody that has that nature, whereas they, they're not, you know, they're not submitting their flesh, you know, to God and they're not allowing themselves to, you know, keep a pure life, uh, pure, um, in their spiritual life, in their sexual purity. I'm, Blah. I just had a little tongue tw- tongue twister. But if you see that person has that issue, then you know that that's can be a that's a huge red flag because at any point this can escalate fur- further than you wanted it to go. You know, so that's not something that I believe that we should be playing with as Christians
1: at all. I think it's easy to get caught up in in a relationship like that, especially um, because sometimes as, I guess, I don't want to say as young people, but as you don't stop to think about it sometimes. Let's say you're talking to somebody and they're, you know, asking you, hey, let me just see a picture or, um, you know, sometimes you kind of, you enjoy the attention. So you don't stop to think, you think, oh, they just, you know, they're attracted to me. Uh, you don't look at it as lustful when they start asking you for pictures and um, you know things that you you shouldn't be sending them, um, but that's very dangerous. Not only because you can also fall into lust, but um, if you if the relationship is driven by lust, you have to ask yourself why why do they want to be with you in the first place? Yeah. Clearly, you know is it is it that they like you for you or are they looking for something else? Mm-hmm. So that's another reason that you know that should be a red flag.
0: Um, and a lot of you ladies, I know. I know you may not believe this, but and I think it, it works kind of two ways. Men use love to get sex, and women use sex to get love, meaning you want him to love you, you want him to stay, so you offer him sex, but sex is not gonna keep him mm-hmm. in. And him, because he wants sex from you, then he's gonna offer, you know, just say the Lord nice words To say whatever it is to get what they right. desire. So you have to pay attention to the fact that is this being driven by lust? Because it's one thing to be tempted. We're all going to be tempted. But it's another thing to know when somebody is is a spirit driving that person in order to pursue after you. And you have to be careful that you're not allowing the situation to just become physical. But we won't dive too much in just this one point. You know, I'm sorry.
1: we got a million other points. Oh, no, no, no. No, we do not. No, we do not. (laughs) So point number two, um, if they left someone else to be with you, um, and we're not saying that it can't work, because I have seen relationships, I'm sure you have as well, babe, that, um, you know, they leave someone to be with you. Maybe they just felt as though this person wasn't for them and... Um, you know, and then they see you and they're like, you know, I feel like God is saying that this relationship is for me. But that's a dangerous place to be in because I once heard a quote growing up. If the person you love leave... If the person you like leave you for the one they love, then the the one you love will leave... I forget how it goes. How does it go? I
0: think I I'm get what you were saying, but you tried to quote it <gasps> and then that's when gosh. you lost me.
1: And I know it. But anyways, if, if you if you leave someone... Because you're trying to be with someone else, and you, the the possibility of I don't know how how what am I trying to say?
0: All right, so let me try. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Because the way I look at it, Sophia's getting on my nerves, or she's not meeting all my needs, and you know we're just dating. And here comes Susie down the road or Jane Doe or whoever it is. She does any random name. And then I'm like, oh, okay, she's beautiful. was not meeting all my needs. Let me just go after her. Right. And it's like I get that Safa may not be the person that was meant for me. But it's the fact that I didn't handle the situation appropriately. It's the fact that I just dropped her because something else came on that was convenient. Or because someone else can fulfill a need Safa wasn't meeting. So she could have been doing 80% correct and the 20% that I was missing I found it in someone else who only has the 20%. That shows that this person has a a level of immaturity to them that are not able to commit. They're not able to to push through when you know when there are issues. And I believe that it's more I can respect someone more if you just let me know this isn't working out. Right. Rather than you see someone else, they caught your attention, you just drop me and go get them you know, and that to me, that shows a difference in maturity because you don't want to string someone along you want to you want to go towards marriage, the end goal should be marriage, and if you see it's not heading that way, you need to end it mm-hmm. you know so rather than you know play with their emotions or rather than make them feel as though that next person had something that they lack, okay. you know, you ended a situation because you realized it wasn't for you, so I believe that when you see someone who's um, and, and and this sadly needs to be said, if someone is telling you they're going to leave their spouse, you need to stay away from them yeah. because in God's eyes, they're married. I, I know a lot of people are dating divorced people and all that. You can have any opinion on it that you want. Maybe that's a whole podcast in itself. And I may have to find someone who is divorced and recently went through it so I can get their perspective. But I also want to make it clear that do not entertain someone's spouse, you know, someone's spouse and think it's God's will for your life. Right. That's that that's never going to be the case.
1: Because if they leave their spouse for you, they'll, you, they'll leave you for someone else. Exactly. Basically. And I've seen that happen for sure. Um, another one is all of your friends and family members are expressing concern. I think it's so easy to ignore, you know, the concern of people who love you around you and think they're just hating. Not everybody's hating. Not everybody's hating on you. They love you and they genuinely, a lot of times, want the best for you and they don't want to see you fall. They don't want to see you get hurt, and so they express concern. And if everyone around you, if all these people in your lives, in in your life, are telling you, "Hey, you know, I think you should be careful. I'm not sure about this relationship," it's best just not to not ignore it because. That's a lot of people that that care about you that, you know, you claim, you know, are, you know, they're they're hating. There's there's no way someone someone is concerned. Someone wants to, you know, see, see, you know, you prosper and they want the best for you. So really take heed to that and say, well, is this something that or this is a relationship that I should be in? You need to pray about it and ask them why they're concerned. Um, What about this person makes them feel as though, um, you know, there is some concern there.
0: And just to clarify, this isn't a matter of your just everyone that you know. This is the sensible people in your life. Because there's a lot of people in your life that are actually haters. A lot of people in your life that are not spiritual and trying to give you advice. Right. There are some people in your life that aren't going anywhere and they try to give you advice. Someone who's not doing anything should not be leading you. Right. You know, So in my opinion, if you see that the people in your life that have a strong spiritual foundation. You see your parents that actually love you and care about you, your brothers and sisters, whoever it is, and you know there are people invested in you and they are all saying, yeah, that doesn't work. You know, sometimes they don't want to let you know that person looks like they're abusive or that person looks like, you know, or they may know something that they don't feel as though it's their reason or their their place to share, you know, so be willing to be accountable to people in your life, you know because a lot of us we see what we want to see, right. so you saw how amazing they are, but maybe everyone else around you notice things that you aren't seeing because you're in that that phase of infatuation, right. whereas everything they do, if they pass gas and just fart it's just smelling like strawberry bath body works i don't know you know that was disgusting but it's the fact that when you're in a certain phase sometimes you can overlook everything whereas people around you are looking like oh no this is gonna mess them up. They need to get out of that, right. you know. So definitely pay attention to what the people around you, the the spiritual people, the wise people, you know, around you are saying.
1: And I think it's also good to um, kind of seek advice too. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. When when Tavares decided he wanted to pursue me, I was um, very, uh, I don't want to say involved, but I was very. Uh, I knew people at his church. I knew mothers. I knew friends. I knew, you know, I knew his pastor and I inquired about him. Even though I knew him for years, I wanted to know what these the, the elderly people in his church thought of him. Yes. So I asked. I was seeking, you know, I wanted to know what, what their concerns were or if they had any. And so I asked and they were like, you know, oh, you don't have anything to worry about or. You were about to say something. No, no. Go ahead. No, I was just, um, you know, you know, I just, I just made sure I kind of sought. I, I wanted to seek God to counsel, uh, and see if there was any concerns for people around because this is a a big decision. You're letting this person into your life. If people are expressing concern, then you need to be concerned. Um, I remember even way before Tavares, um, there was uh, another guy that wanted to uh. approach me. <coughs> He's so silly. Hey, this is Golly David. So it ain't about just me and you. But there was another guy who um, wanted to approach me and from another church. And I went to a minister at his church. And I asked, I asked about him. I was like, what do you think about this guy? And the minister literally said, run, girl, run. <laughs> so I never spoke to that guy again. You know, I took heed. I was like, I don't, even though it was someone that I'm like, eh, you know, but I was just like, You know what you say, run. He's not involved in church. You know, it's not somebody I want to talk to. I was gone. You didn't have to tell me twice. Yeah.
0: mm -hmm. Oh no, no, because sometimes these people think I'm cutting you off. So I just (laughs) no, you're fine. Go ahead. But no, I think that's that's definitely wise to seek counsel because, like you mentioned, if you didn't go to the you know the leaders in their church, you would have had no idea. His brother's doing nothing. You know what I mean. He wants a spouse, right. so he probably found someone outside of his church for that very reason. Because all of the women there knows that he's a bum. But if I could go to you and I could be a charmer, you know, then chances are I can swoop you off your feet. So I think it's it's important that many of you, you know, you seek accountability, you seek counsel from others because as wise as you are, as spiritual as you are, you may pray you know eight hours a day and fast 30 days in a week like you know some people they just deep you know Mm -hmm. you can be as deep as you want to be but at the same time you can have blind spots you know so be be willing to to ask people you know their thoughts on that because you don't want to make a decision solely off emotion you want to make sure that you have people in your corner that aren't just rooting for you but they're also praying for you and trying to protect you from you know, from endangering yourself.
1: Right. And maybe it's not just that your family and friends are expressing concern, but maybe it's that their family, they don't like you. And that's a big one. I, I've recently um, heard of that situation happen to someone uh, I know or someone, I, I would say a friend of a friend. And it's just sad to see because if this person, if their family and friends don't like you, not that this is a deal breaker, because I feel as though a lot of relationships still work out. But keep in mind that these are, you you're not, you're technically marrying this person, but you're marrying their family. too. You marry a family. So this is something you're going to have to deal with even when you get married. And for some people, it's a deal breaker. Why don't they like you? yeah what's the reason they don't like you is it for things you can't change like the way you look or the color of your skin or the you know the the kinkiness of your hair is your hair too straight for them what what is the reasons what what is it superficial is there is there something about you because that that and remember you you're going to eventually have children with this this person yeah and they can't be over here treating you know your your husband's wife or the you know your child's mother or child's father wrongly because they don't they just don't like you you really have to you know, say is this something that I want to I
0: want to deal with? Yeah, thankfully it worked out with us. Um, my entire family loves Safa, and and
1: mine loved you too. So it was yeah. Not- so
0: it definitely worked out easy for us, but that's literally not the case for most people because my and and, and I thank God that that's the case because my family is the crazy one. Safa's side is like the more <laughs> passive one, but they all love her. You know, and mm-hmm. it's not just because of her nature. Like the whole family is just you know great people. You know, but. At the end of the day, I knew when I got into a relationship with Safa that I was getting into a relationship with everyone inside of that family, you know, so you inherit dysfunction if you think, oh, you got this beautiful spouse and you're going to ignore everyone else that they come along with. Right. No, that's not no the case.
1: Siree.
0: But yeah, another one we want to mention is paying attention to their character. And I think that's a huge, you know, character flaws are huge red flags because a lot of times we brag about how how you know how kind they are to us, and he just bought me roses, and she just did this, and you know we brag on how sweet they are. They're our best blessing, and you know they have the emojis next to our name, and he's my oxygen. I actually saw that one time. A girl said a guy was her oxygen. If, I don't know. I, God forgive her, but it's the fact that you know we can't. We can put forth our best foot, you know. I can do the absolute most to make Safa feel as though she's the best girl in the world, the only thing that matters. But at the same time, if I'm amazing to her, but I'm a complete jerk to the barista at Starbucks, I'm rude to the waiter at Denny's, or I'm rude to people who can do nothing for me. A homeless guy may ask me for a dollar, and I insult him rather than just saying, I'm sorry, I don't have it. Or, you know, it's like you have to pay attention to those things because it doesn't matter how they make you feel. Their true character shown in how they treat the people that can do nothing for them.
1: Right. No, I completely agree. Um, I was gonna say something and then I completely lost my train of thought. Is character, others.
0: You know, you can you can feel free to cut me off,
1: okay. but
0: yeah. So, um, I think that's important, and we should all pay attention to their character in general because I think there's a lot of times when w- I won't say women, but people in general, they settle for someone. Was a complete jerk. And you would assume this wouldn't happen in church, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of mean people in church. I don't know if any of your churches, you know, because you guys are just the sweetest things on, on a planet, but I've seen some mean people in church. And at the end of the day, the Bible says that God gives you joy, peace. Why are you with someone who is rude? I don't mean Yes, they show love, but they show it to you but how how is their love with their family? Yeah. Are they rude to their parents because if they're rude to their parents, they're going to be rude to you how are they- How are they treating the people that they see in school? That's why you may not see everyone. You know how they act in every situation, but that's the reason why I'm always telling people be careful of when you do online dating because they're going to be perfect when they're online they're going to be perfect with you. But you want to be able to make sure you find ways to see how they are acting around people that can do nothing for them. So when you're on a date, pay attention to it. Yeah, and I know a lot of guys will probably leave a big tip, you know, in order to look cool on a date. But at the same time, you want to make sure that it's not just a, a facade that they're using. You want to make sure that it's actually a person of character that you're deciding to be with.
1: Right, And I don't know if this has anything to do with character, really, um, but... Um when when the person that you're trying to talk to is always so involved in uh, their physical appearance um, you know like they're always taking pictures of their shoes or they always and not that taking pictures of your shoes there's anything wrong (laughs) with that Um, so don't don't get me wrong there but it just seems like that's what their focus is Um, you know um, it kind of says a lot about that person and and the things that they care about and I think that not necessarily is a red flag but that's something you want to look at as well because it shows interest like what is what is that person interested in versus what you are interested in because there if and I think we had mentioned this in another podcast as well but um just you know if if they're always posting you know I guess self you know Self this and self that and self that, especially if you pay attention to their social media they're never talking about God or they're never talking about, you know, uh, helping or you don't realize they're helping other people or things like that. You really got to take that into consideration as well.
0: Yeah. um, The next point is definitely going to lean into social media. But I think it's important that you mention that because there's a lot of people who and don't get me wrong. I'm different from a lot of people. So I understand my preferences are going to be different, you know, so I can't tell you what you need to do. But there are a lot of people who has God first in their bio or Christian in their bio and all these things, but it's nothing about God outside of that. Like right. there's no spiritual substance to them. Like if you want to mention things with, about God, you want to mention what you're studying or mentioning what God is doing in your life or a Bible study you're in and the conversation just gets dry. The moment you're talking about you two together, your future and all that, they're excited. You know, God is good. Him, he's probably talking about sports, her, mm-hmm. she's probably talking about shopping, whatever, whatever your interests, and they're excited. But the moment you talk about God and there's no substance, you have to pay attention to that because a lot of people, you know, you'll you'll see their social media and you'll see them posting their coffee in their Bible, you know, hashtag Bible, Bible in Jesus time, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, that that that's attractive to somebody. A single person looking at that, they're just like, okay, well, I know if I date them, they have a devotional but you want to make sure there's substance behind right. it. you know. But I mentioned that would we'll lead into the next point because I think it's a huge flag when they're obsessed with social media, but they won't post you. And I say that because, let me make this clear, I believe in privacy. I'll let Tafa talk about the fact that she didn't want to post <laughs> me at all, because I already know that she's going to bring that up. But it's the fact that Privacy is important. I do think it's important. You know, you should not feel the need to post all of your issues on social media. But I'm talking about in regards to the people that that post all the time. Right. Social media knows what they you ate for They post everything
1: about their life. But, you know, they post everything about their life, I should say. But when it comes to you, you don't see nothing. You know nothing. what I mean? It's like they're single. They're just living a single life you know, out there.
0: To me, that's just dangerous.
1: Yeah, it is. Because
0: you don't know what what is that actually implying. And, and. Let me say this before I pass it to you. I'm not saying this in regards to people who don't post on social media. I have some friends who they do not post anything at all. They'll like pictures, you know, that shows that their account is still active, but they don't post anything. They'll have a post for New Year's, literally nothing since their birthday last year. You know, Happy Father's Day. You know, they don't post anything. I'm not saying those people need to post you on their page to validate anything. Right. I'm talking about that person who posts a reel after reel, a TikTok after TikTok, a a picture of this, a picture of that. They're just nonstop posting. But when you look at their page, you would think they're single. Right. Because it's just like, oh, well, you know, I'm not sure what exactly you're passing on. So if you guys are talking all the time, you're, you know, or you're just building a friendship, that's different. I'm right. talking about for people that are date, that you're currently dating someone and they're posting a lot, but they're not posting you, that's something you need to be careful of because you don't know if they have a, a girlfriend in Puerto Rico. You don't know if she has an ex-husband in Jamaica or a husband in Jamaica. You don't know what they're hiding, mm-hmm. so you have to be careful of that.
1: Right, and I do think um, all things in its time. I think some people, it's not necessarily that they don't want to post you. I think um, when, once you allow social media into your relationship, um, basically they're part of it and the re- the why i say that is because god forbid you guys break up and things like that then they're involved everybody wants to know you can't just remove all the pictures and not tell us what happened <laughs> <laughs> it don't work like that. And I, th- Man, I think that's, that's another so reason. Yeah, and it's and it's sad because then everybody's like, well, where did they go? Where did they go? And I think that's another reason why. So, I mean, there are reasons why people choose not to post. But if they're just not posting you, you know, and you realize they're posting everything else, like Tavares said, then you got to look at that as a red flag. I know there are some people on social media who just post specific things. Like, I I see especially social media influencers who only post, you know, um, like a certain, like their pages. Like, there's an aesthetic. Like, it's just about Care, and that's just different. about. Mm-hmm, that's different. That's definitely different. Um, of course, Tavars knew I would mention this. But when we were dating, um, I didn't post Tavares At for all. A very very long time. I think the <laughs> the first picture I posted um, was probably. I think we started dating. Geesh, February of that year. The first picture I posted was like September.
0: Yeah.
1: Or November, I think. Yeah, it was November. It was November. And the reason why I chose not to post is not necessarily because I was trying to play games or I wanted to, you know... um put on this face, like maybe I'm single and I'm holding out to see if something better comes along or anything of that nature. But because I wanted to make sure this was someone I actually wanted to spend the rest of my life with before I let the rest of the world into my relationship with him. I wanted to check him out first without anybody else getting involved. Even people who were not on social media that were close to me didn't know that I was in a relationship with him. And I think that's fine. I think that you know all things in its time, I think you have to give people um, space and time in order to enjoy their own relationship they don't have to post everything Mm -hmm. but if if it comes to the point where um you are always posting them and months roll by years roll by and you guys are in a committed relationship bingo Uh,
0: i want to make it clear that that's where i was aiming (laughs) i was not aiming to say any of you need to be on someone's timeline for you to do anything and i think you you mentioned the right thing as Mm -hmm. well because i know people who are athletic trainers and stuff like that and their page is dedicated to targeting a specific audience. So if it became a family page, it doesn't get them the business that they need. Right. So we're not talking about you need to be on that person's page. I only posted Safa one time because I, I was just being dramatic, probably in my feelings or something. And my little cousin was like, "Don't be posting her on your page." You're like she ain't post you on hers.
1: And, and you took it down. And then I took it down because <laughs> I'm
0: looking like, oh my, I'm getting relationship advice to my younger cousin, and now I feel stupid, you know. But I never had a problem with Safa not posting anything because I knew where we stood. I'm talking, this is scenarios for people who you don't understand where you stand because you're always sharing or you're always doing something. Or if you post it, delete it, take that down, take that down. You know, there's, what are you hiding? You know, like, I understand the need for privacy, but please understand God is not calling you to be someone secret.
1: Right. Especially if you're married.
0: Lord have mercy. But we're not gonna go there.
1: not
0: gonna go there, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, I don't think we're gonna do all of them, but let's rush through the last the last couple that we had written down. Mm-hmm. Another is that in all of their past relationships, the other person was the problem. I don't, I don't need, I don't think I need to emphasize this one at all. Like, if this person, you're like, hey, so tell me about your, you know, why didn't it work out with you and so and so? And they were like, oh, she was this, oh, he was this. Okay, fine. Well, and then what about the person? before? It was always them. Mm-hmm. You know, if th- that means this person is narcissistic. Like they cannot take blame at all. Everything is this other person. They're not willing to take responsibility for and, and don't get me wrong, some people have gotten you know wronged multiple times. You know, so I'm not saying it's impossible, but pay attention to the fact that they're not willing to accept when they make mistakes because They'll probably repeat the same cycle with you and make it seem like they're the victim, right. you're the issue.
1: Right. Agreed. Agreed. And also if they're wishy-washy. One minute they talk to you, one day they're all up in your face, all up in your your uh, phone, you know, always texting and calling you. And the next minute, next day, too busy. You don't hear from them <clears throat> the entire day. Two days fly by, and then you call them, and they're like, oh, my bad. You know, I had so much going on. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to ask yourself, if this person really cared about you, they would not only make time for you, but if they can't, because people are busy. Well, I don't know who's that busy, um, but people are busy. Um you know, at least text me and say, hey, you know, um, today's going to be a busy day, so you might not hear from me much, um, but I hope you have a great day. Something, you know, set yeah. boundaries. If, they, if they're if they just wishy-washy, you can't, you don't know what, what's going on with them. You don't know if they like you or if they don't. Red flag.
0: Yeah, I think that's important to take note of because there are a lot of people, like the Bible puts it this way. In James 1 and 8, it says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So if that person is showing you that today they're interested, next week you're not sure if they're interested, the week after you know they love you, the week after that you're not sure if they're talking with somebody else, listen, that shows you that there's going to be a level of inconsistency in their marriage. Yeah. There's going to be inconsistency in their prayer life. That's just there's, too much stress. There's just, the Bible is showing you clearly if that person is acting like that, there shows there's something in them that's unbalanced and it's going to carry over in every aspect of life. Today, you're a great dad. Tomorrow, you're, you're a horrible dad. So today, you're a great mom. Next week, you don't, man, forget them kids. You know what I mean? It's just like you have to pay attention to someone who knows what they want. And if they decide this ain't working for me, that's fine. But don't have me thinking you're interested today and you're not interested tomorrow.
1: Right, right. Um, and then the next point here is all about themselves.
0: Yeah. I think there are a lot of people that are, you know, I think that kind of goes into the social media, like, you know, oh, they're they always make... posting
1: about, like, themselves, like, look at me type thing.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? It's never, how was your day? It's just all gotcha, about me. Gotcha. You know, we go out That's on a true. date. They don't want to, they don't, they just do all the talking, mm-hmm. like I'm doing on a podcast.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs>
0: But but that's the truth. That's the truth.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. And if they're rushing into commitment, um, you gotta look at that too. Um, and and I don't know. Like this might not be a deal breaker, breaker, but I think you have to find the reason behind. Really think about why they're rushing, and, and don't allow nobody to rush you. If you feel as though you're not ready, even if they're rushing, take your time, because just because they're ready, uh, and and you're not. You rush into something, you end up regretting it because you feel like you've gotten into this too quick or whatever the case may be. Maybe you're not, um, you know, you feel like you're you're lacking spiritual maturity or you need to grow a little bit more in certain areas. Don't let nobody rush you. And a lot of people rush relationships for different reasons. Why are they rushing? What's the rush? What is the rush? Um, What are they looking for? Sometimes it's, maybe they're not looking for anything, but sometimes they are. And this is just an example. I hate this example, but if they're looking for a green card, um that's that's you say you hate
0: that example but i've seen it over and over
1: absolutely i mean we jamaican so we understand (laughs) okay (laughs) okay we see it all the time but you know just that's that can be a a red flag as well
0: yeah the bible makes it clear it says be anxious about nothing in every situation god God is telling us we need to bring it with prayer supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to god so god is saying before you rush any decision you bring it to him in prayer, you know, you go to God, you know, so never feel as though you need to rush. So that person is rushing you, then chances are that it's a huge problem and you need to figure out why, because some people, they aren't ready for commitment. They just want sex.
1: Right. And if their friends are questionable, that's the last point we have here. If their friends are questionable, um, what what does that say about their character? I think you're guilty by association. Um, You are a product of your environment. And the people around you kind of show you who you are.
0: Not all the time, but definitely I can see why. Why right. It's easy to say that because I think at a few points in my life that all my friends were idiots. I, I think like, yeah, I, but I don't you were much the younger. To, so yeah, definitely, you were, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. younger. But, I mean, it's the fact that when everybody else was smoking, turning up, doing all that stuff, people would assume that I'm carrying on with the same thing. So I think that's why it's important just to pay attention to right. who are they surrounding themselves with because you're going to be influenced by the people you're around. So I'm not saying... You know he's smart because all of his friends are nerds, or you right. know they're spiritual because they know all the pastors.
1: Right. No, you
0: can be very carnal and have a whole lot of.
1: But if all their close friends are questionable, red flag. Red flag. Like that's a big red flag. No other way to put it. And this was a big one uh, for me. I had, I recently had someone reach out to me because this was an issue in a relationship she was in. Um, but um, if if they're if they have too many close friends of the opposite sex, um, not too many friends, but too many close friends. Um, that's a big red flag because um, that definitely plays a part in your relationship. I, I, I had to explain to her, like, if that's something you're uncomfortable with, if he's always confiding in all these close women friends and you're supposed to be his best friend, um, that that that's not good. Because um, why did my podcast just switch? I lost it. But anyway, oh, I just
0: messed you up. Sorry.
1: No, you're fine. You're fine. But no, um, but I lost my train of thought. But no, I was telling her that, you know, if that's a problem in a dating relationship, imagine what it would be like in your marriage. If this person has all these close friends of the opposite sex and you you're uncomfortable with it, so it's a conversation that you need to have ahead of time. Not necessarily that that is a deal breaker, but just knowing that if he, if, if you're someone with close uh, friends of the opposite sex, there need to be boundaries set in place especially when you are in a relationship. Yeah. Tavares and I both had, well, especially me, when Tavares and I first started dating, I had a lot of male friends. And not necessarily because, you know, I liked any of them. I really didn't care for them like that. I didn't look at them like that. But I always felt like having more male friends than female friends. I could trust guys more because guys talk less. Um, which is which is probably... <laughs> so I had a lot of male friends but when Tavares and I got together I had to put boundaries on some of those friendships or all of those friendships really. Even if I didn't look at the guy like that so for instance one boundary we put in place was that i don't text guys past 8 p.m you know even if i will wait till the morning and i will text you whatever question i, I need have to switch or,
0: mine to not texting a woman after 759 just so i'm more spiritual than you
1: you need help <laughs> <laughs> like, but That's yeah i definitely think that is a uh, something to look at how like just the this, just the the amount of female friends or male friends that they have, um, you know, or the amount of um friends of the opposite sex, close friends.
0: Man, yeah, that's good. Um, that you mentioned that, especially with the placing boundaries in place, because you may have nothing, you may have no ungodly desires with all your friends of the opposite sex, does not mean your friends, right, are in, you know probably low key shooting their shot you know, going to slip up and flirt one day, or it doesn't even matter if you guys are talking about God. You know what I mean? It's just the fact that, you know, you want to make sure you keep boundaries to avoid a tempting situation. So it's definitely important that you mention that. Um, But you hit the nail on the head, so I'm not Mm going to beat a dead horse. We've already been here so long. But guys, if you are, if your hands are free, maybe you're washing dishes, I don't know, but give a hand clap of praise for the woman of God. For joining us and gracing us with her presence. And I promise you will be here more even if I have to like stick a microphone to the top of her. And listen,
1: that's what he had to do tonight. He came <laughs> and he woke me up. He was like, wake up. We're doing this podcast.
0: So, guys, I am trying. <laughs> for those arguing in the inbox saying we want a woman back. We want your wife back. Listen, she's going to be back, y'all. Just I, missed guys, I missed you guys.
1: Honestly, I miss you guys. And I like once again, I'm tired of apologizing, but... Bear with me. Um, I'm I'm feeling a lot better now. This baby has had me so sleepy. So,
0: No apologies needed. We're just going to continue serving you guys to the best of our ability. I'll be here. And I pray that God continues to bless you. So if you made it to the end of this podcast, I only have a few, I I won't say suggestions, requests from you subscribe if you're new continue to subscribe um, check out the older episodes i pray that they'll bless you as well many many of you listening you ignored many of these red flags that you saw or many of you listening you know of a friend that is willing to ignore these red flags and they won't listen to you when you try to tell them share this with a friend you never know who you're able to help there are a lot of people that tell me to listen to this with their youth group I'm still amazed that people are trusting us yeah. with their youth group. You know, that this is not something we take lightly. This is a ministry, and I believe that this podcast can bring freedom to many. So, you know, share it. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. But if you're on anything else, you know, we appreciate you subscribing anyhow. And if you would like to support the ministry, you can do so either PayPal or join us on Patreon. Patreon is probably better for you guys because you can do a little bit amount of money, a little bit of money. And then you'll get to join us as we start our our week now, bi-weekly Bible studies. And they get extra podcast episodes and they're just supporting ministry so we can do more for you guys. But we love y'all. And as always, we'll see you next Thursday.
1: Peace. Peace.